it's time once again for Sports Sidebar, covering sports for Northeast Ohio and sometimes even a little outside that area. Sports Sidebar, where we prove that a little knowledge is dangerous, but even less knowledge makes it a little easier to fill an hour. Now on to our hosts, Captain Bill and Dave. And good Tuesday afternoon, everyone. That is if you're a camel. The heat index is supposed to be like 98 degrees out there. I don't think camel. That's a dry heat out there. Uh, okay, when you're this in, uh, you know, we talked about this once. You know, we you said somebody who was living over all these Phoenix years. We probably did talk about and, and everything. And you again. said you knew somebody out there, and they said it was only 129 degrees or something like that. And and uh, I don't care how dry it is. Well, I, 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 I was out there once in June, and they had a heat spell early yeah. there. And where uh, in Phoenix? Phoenix. And I, I, I went to, uh, sitting in a chair, and uh, I took off my shoes and I burned my feet on the concrete getting from that chair outside the pool to the pool. You know that's and that's it right. wasn't it wasn't 129 degrees. Well, I I worked out in uh, Las Vegas for many for about two and a half years on assignment and. Uh, 112, 113 is norm out so there. So did you have to negotiate against the mob out there? I did. Really? I did, yes. And and don't you're, you're don't not, mess not, with me. Because and you're, and you're, I, don't you're not, mess with and me. You're not a pillar out there in some. Uh, don't mess with me. <laughs> All I need is one little call, and next time you start your car, <laughs> oh my, go out Danny Green style. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Boom. It's hot. I mean, it's there's no getting around it. It's not bad at night once the sun sets, but um, 112. It's just, and it just draws your the moisture out of you. Versus here, you sweat and everything, and, it, and you don't sweat so much as it just takes evaporates. Yeah, it just comes right out of you. Yeah, we don't have that. And um, compared to the rest of the country, I'll take this compared to the fires and the, well, that's true. The floods. <laughs> The mudslides, the, the locusts, <laughs> the rabbits, the rabbits. Well, that's I'm just all oh, the plagues. Oh, there okay. used to be a the rabbit plague. Uh, I the, remember the, the plague, huh? uh, you know the grapes of wrath it? type of thing in Oklahoma when they had the great, the, the dust bowl, uh, the great dust bowl. Yeah, and once they thought everything was over with, they had were invaded by jackrabbits. I, I didn't. I didn't realize that. I thought. I thought that. Yeah. I know that they had that problem in Australia, at one point. But uh, oh no, uh, didn't realize that was well, these transported rabbits. over here. In the last year, the rabbits ate my garden up, but not this year. Not this year. They learned. No, huh? I have a gobbling machine. It gobbles the rabbits up. Ha! <laughs> and spits them out in a humane fashion. In a humane fashion, it launches them. One mile from, one mile from. <laughs> <laughs> Onto a trampoline. Well, I, I have a great garden this year. <clears throat> Absolutely great. I went con- completely container. And and they love this kind of, the, t- especially tomatoes, love the hot, humid. Yeah, my mother's pretty much mostly container, too. She clearly can't yeah. keep up with the garden now. So, so but she's got, the, she's got different containers of. Well, the tomatoes are just the best when you grow them yourself. Because what they do when you, you know, you can get tomatoes 
all year round in a store. And uh, what they do is these producers pick them green, you know, in a hot box or a hot, you know, we call hot house tomatoes. Mm-hmm. And, and then they gas them to give them that red color. And they just taste, ugh. If you're desperate for a tomato in, in, in February, you can buy them. Yeah, the hothouse ones, yeah. Yeah, but, but they're, they're they just, don't have a whole lot of, well, they just don't have a whole lot of flavor, no, period. But the, the, the ones you grow in your garden, you just pick them and they're still warm. Oh, put some bacon and mayonnaise on it. Or, or what I like to do is put a glob of uh, tuna salad on it and, uh, or just pick one up and eat it. Uh, a little bit of okay. salt. I like it a little bit on my sandwiches, but outside of that, I'm not. Oh, I, I'm a tomato eating machine. Ah. I mean, one, she made a dish, uh, the other night for us <clears throat> using tomatoes and I had a side of tomatoes on top of that. Okay. How about that? How about that? Because I don't eat them from the stores. Once, once they're gone from my garden, that's it. I, I, and zucchini. Lots of zucchini coming in. So even the locally grown tomatoes in the stores, you don't buy No, I, I, not compared to your garden. No, I, they, they lose something in transit. I so think. you only have tomatoes like two and a half months a year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and cherries too. I don't grow cherries, but I love cherries. And you don't, you only know, get them for two or three months uh, a year, too. So, but it's still hot, hot, yeah, hot, 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 hot. Everything's hot, but the tribe. Yeah. Well, as I mentioned before, we got on the air. If you remember, because sometimes I think you're failing. Well, that that you know, that's a whole fifteen yeah. minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nancy and I and my cousin uh, went up to uh, the game Saturday night. Of course, we had a rain delay. But during the game, I was watching who's on the field. Only two players, only two, were there when the season started. <laughs> Jose Ramirez and Ahmad Rosario. Everybody else was the whole outfield. The, co- the apparently, I didn't know when we went to the game that um, um, Perez, uh, our catcher, was. He he went out with a disability, so they brought this guy on, uh, Wilson, somebody or another. I, I, we got we got him in some kind of uh, trade, I think. It, we must have. Um, and and he was he hit a home run. He was the only run we had. God, wow. Yeah. So I was looking at basically what what Tim Davis says it was a a four A team, right? A four A minor league team, but. They played well. They really did. It was it was a it was a very fast game. It was over by ten thirty, even after they started uh, an hour and fifteen minutes late. Wow! So it, it moved along pretty pretty fast. Entertaining game. Good defense. Detroit had some plays we did not take advantage of. Uh, Eli Morgan pitched uh, through the seventh inning. Did an outstanding job, but. We just don't have the it factor this year. We just you, you can't lose your, some of your best pitchers, and, uh, and and I hear more and more people say, "Just shut down Shane Bieber for the season. Don't even mess with thinking about it. Just shut him down." We're 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 not going to take this division, and we're we're a lot of games out of the wild card race as well. And I would say if Terry were still here. You might have a shot, you know, but 
for some reason when he's there, players play pretty darn hard. And I'm not saying that they didn't play for Sandy last year, because they did. Yeah. They did. They made but, the playoffs. But, you know, it's just in the second half of a Terry Francona season, he always does better and pulls a little bit more out of them than what they gave. And uh, they always seem to come through a little bit stronger. An inch towards that finish line, sometimes getting there, sometimes not. But Well, know. being an interim manager, as DeMarco Ware is, he... It's not his team. Right. It's Tito Francona, Terry Francona's if, team. If, if Terry does not come back next year, it may be his team. At least for, I, I don't know. At least, for, I mean, as far as the statistics. If, if, yes, if, yeah, but if I Terry, don't. If Terry I, I, does the retiring thing, as he might. He's had enough health issues. Uh, I, he's certainly made enough money, He, but he's so good at what he does. Well, he's an excellent manager, Hall of Fame manager. He will be he a will Hall be. of Fame, he will fame be. manager, and uh, the the fact is he's he's just um, he, had, he has to have two hip operations. His he had the the bout with the um, infected toe staph infection. Yeah, and it's just staph infection is nothing to blink an eye. Oh, at. No, that's sepsis, and you could you could die from that, or you could lose part of your foot. That's right, and, and so it's very serious. He's he's got to take care of himself, and I think it's fifty fifty. I would not be surprised if he doesn't come back, and I wouldn't be surprised that he does come back. So um, I, I call that fifty fifty. That would be a fifty fifty. <laughs> yes. So, uh, and that would be interesting. From that point on, who would manage the team, whether it would be Sandy uh, Alomar or DeMarcus Ware? I would think Sandy Alomar would have the inside uh, shot at getting this. I, I really do. Because of continuity, since DeMarco Ware was the bench coach, and traditionally and historically uh, the bench coach does get the interim job when something happens. I, I, but, but last year when Terry did, I know the bench coach Stayed away because of the COVID for his family. Yeah, was was Sandy actually the bench coach that year? No. What I, happened? Well, Brad Mills left because of the tragedy in his family. Right. Okay. He lost right. his grandson. Right. Right. And the, he never recovered from from that. He just had to be with his family, and that's certainly understandable. So, I don't think they had a a bench coach per se. He, Sandy Alomar. Okay, so they didn't really have one. They, they, they didn't really it was only a 60 game season, so I mean, they probably felt, you know, and, and Terry was only there for like 17 games himself. Yeah, yeah. So things were a mess last year, and Sandy uh, came in and did a good job. I don't think there's any acrimony over, over the fact that the Marco Swear got the position because, you know, that's just how they, Sandy said he was okay. Sandy said he was okay with it. Maybe he's one of these guys that really doesn't want. Because I, I can't believe he hasn't had opportunities from other clubs to to be able to take over the ball club. Well, he's, uh, I don't know how I know old. he's comfortable here. Yeah, he's comfortable. He's very he's, comfortable here. He's an institution. He loves being first base. He's good at, he, he can watch the catchers. He can watch the signals. He can he can tell, you know, he, he can counsel players when they're there at first base. That's right. Um, he's an expert on... The pitch, the opposing pitchers move to first base. Right. And, uh, of course, the big thing that he's so good at is coaching the toughest position there is. That's catcher. Right. 
And I mean, the catcher is crouching always, down. And we've always had good defensive catchers. Yeah. Because yeah. why? Because he's looking over them, helping to coach them. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, Roberto Perez is off with a, a back spasm, and uh, we got to hope that the replacements will. I forgot the the catcher right off. I'll find it here. Let me see who the catcher is now. I, I know his name. Yeah, he's a guy we got in one of these trades. It was earlier in the season, well, not at the end of the season here, but it was a little earlier in the season. You distracted me. I knew it before you distracted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blame it on, blame it on the, blame it on Rio. <laughs> blame it on the Bossa Nova. All right, where? What's his name? Oh, here we go. Here we go. It's uh, Hedges. How, hang on. Hedges. Hedges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the other guy was Wilson something or another. Wilson. Wilson. <laughs> Remember that movie? Which a Tom movie? Hanks movie, um, um, Marooned, or he was on an island. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mar- was it, it was he? Marooned. Marooned? Uh, no, no, no. Macaroon. No. Not Marooned. Uh, Began with a C. Uh, uh, was it a C? It, no, maybe he was... S? Uh, uh, um, um, C. Stranded? So, uh, he was on an island after yeah, uh, yeah. this FedEx plane and, uh, yeah. um, crash. He had a toothache. Remember that? And he was. Did the volleyball fix his toothache? No, uh, 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 a skate did. Remember, he had he had this toothache, and and and, <laughs> and, and all the stuff washed up on shore. And one of them was a box of ice skates. Okay. And uh, was it? That wasn't Caruso. Uh, no. Anyway, he uh, his toothache cast was away. Cast away. I knew it. Give I me just, a minute. Give me a minute. Well, <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Anyway, he he, he, he lost uh, like 30, 40 pounds yeah, during yeah. the filming of that because yeah. he needed to look thinner as it went along. Well, his wife was notified that he had perished in the FedEx crash, and she went on to marry somebody. It was a really good movie, and that. But getting back to the toothache, okay. Um, he used the one of the ice skate blades to. Hit his tooth to knock it out, and then he he knocked himself out. But the, finally, the toothache went away. <laughs> but they had a heck of a headache. Yeah, yeah. So, and they built a raft finally. But his friend, the volleyball, was named Wilson, and he lost Wilson in the in in a tempest on the, uh, trying to when he finally just he remember yelling Wilson, Wilson, but Wilson was no longer with him. No longer with him. Yeah, and then he uh, great I remember, volleyball net in the sky. Yeah, and then and then. When his wife was notified that he was alive, she remarried. She fainted. I guess that would be quite a shock. That would be. Yeah. And then you realize you're a, a, a polygamist there. Yeah. yeah. But uh, another part of it too was that he delivered uh, the package, a package that he had kept all this time, and delivered to the woman who was looking for a man, and everything seemed to work out, or at least. It gave the impression that uh, I, I know it chokes you up. You did. I, just I, chokes I, me I, up every time. <laughs> Tom Hanks just chokes me up. Uh, so, what's this got to do with what we were talking? I have about? no idea. You're the one who brought it up, <laughs> Wilson. You said something. Oh, Wilson. Oh, Wilson. The, 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 the catcher. The Wilson. Catcher. Yes. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Is that a roundabout? <laughs> so. Um, well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, it, Come for the game. We're, stay we're for the one, fireworks. One, one game under five hundred. 
mm-hmm. and about seven or eight games out of the second wild card spot. And it's so the people who rated the percentage of us making the playoffs. It's it's it was one point nine percent. Now it's point zero nine percent. So we lost a whole percentage. Uh, so uh, our, our we chances were, are less than one percent. Yeah, when 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 we started the season, we were quite a bit up there, but of course. Yeah. We had some starting pitching that we don't seem to have now. So it does make a wee bit of difference when you got pitching. Uh, a wee. Wee wee. No, no, we... I, no, I went before we. Oh, oh well. Okay, that's here. good. Uh, too much information. And, and, and we, uh... <laughs> so, yes, unfortunately, the. the... Well, it's kind of fun still to watch the, the Indians. Well, they're still the Indians. I told my cousin this is the last Indian game you'll ever see. And he's just the last Indian game. Maybe. Maybe. Why? Because the Guardians, I think, are filing a lawsuit. The, the Roller oh. Derby Gar- Gar- Guardians are filing a lawsuit. They have the name Cleveland Guardians trademarked. And I think they're you know, filing a lawsuit. I haven't read lawsuit. much about that. Uh, they have filed a lawsuit against the Cleveland Indians for, uh, for you know, which means... Which means it took them three years to look for names. Yes. And you to would check think. things out, you think that somebody would have used maybe Google <laughs> to, to say Cleveland Guardians and find, oh, wait, there's already a team here. So which means they're going to have to pay a boatload of money that they were hoping not to pay. Well, what, when I, when Nancy mentioned this to my wife, um, there used to be a XFL football team that was named something Guardians. After New York Guardians, it was right, a, right. Okay. So she says, "Well, there's another Cleveland Guardians." Oh no, you mean the the uh, former XFL football? No, I mean the Cleveland Guardians. No, I think you're confused. And she got upset with me, which she often does. Uh, uh, the wives do that. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's just especially wild. when they're right and we're not listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is a Cleveland Guardians. So what what kind of team is that? Well, look at read it. It was a, a, a co-ed roller derby team where they had the hel- green helmet and wings and, you know, the, the whole yeah, logo and everything. Yeah. And you were right. Why you would think the lawyers would took, use Google. Took, right. And, you know, even when they it, they took almost three years to make this decision. And it was about half a year we decided the name's coming. We're just running some things through legal counsel at this point. Nobody bothered to Google Cleveland Guardians? Well, you know what I hope? The Guardians prevail, the roller derby team, and they get to change it again and make it the Rockers. I could live with that. You know, would would the would the uh, uh, Cavaliers give that up since they did have – they owned the Cleveland Rockers when it was the women's basketball team. Oh, I think they would in spirit of the cooperation for the – City and everything. From major, one major sport to another? I would think so. But how much will it take for the roller derby team to be bought out? I mean, come on. Well, and, and that's essentially what it may have to be because if they've already and, – and now when you do Cleveland Guardians, you get nothing but Cleveland Indians. 2022 Cleveland yeah. Guardians schedule and their logos all over the place. But there's a lawsuit pending that has been filed against the Cleveland Indians – because of their trying to take this Cleveland Guardians name, which they do have trademark. Well, that'll be interesting to see. And uh, the Guardians, let, let them have it. Let, let the roller derby people have 
The Guardian. I mean, they paid Tom Hanks all that money to do that video. Oh, uh, The Guardian. So excited about The Guardian. <laughs> the Guard. Here comes The Guardian. <laughs> Jeez. Look out, sounds like Foster Brooks has entered the building. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay, give them, let, let them have the roller derby have the Guardians and we'll go with the Rockers. I could live with that. I think a lot of people could. Or the Buckweeds. I like, your, I like the Buckweeds. You like the Buckweeds. Or the Gallardians. The Gallardians, yeah. Let's go with Gallardians. You can of course, picture. we'd have to buy that rice from that, if especially we're going to use his likeness from his family. His estate, yes. That was kind of a cool cool uh, logo in there. Yeah, it My looked brother like, found it was, that online. It was like Wahoo with, with, uh, with uh, Gulardi's head on him with a bat swinging, getting ready to swing the bat. That would really be cool. Yeah. Uh, nothing cool about the Guardians. I can understand it's, you know, a lot of people like it, but it's so blah, blah. I don't know. I don't think they're going to listen to me. I think this will, this, this, uh, lawsuit will go away. I'm With sure. enough money, it can, but does that mean the, the other roller derby will have to change their name? They'll let them. I don't know. That's a good question. You know, uh, because technically they own the trademark. On the name, the Cleveland Guardians. I, I, I'm not Can there be two Cleveland Guardians in the house? Well, first of all, we did we we didn't nobody even, even nobody knew, knew about the Cleveland nobody Guardians knew until until somebody <laughs> until they decided to name them Cleveland Guardians. I would have to. I think it was almost a week before you told me, and then I started looking and said, "Yeah, it's out there." And then and it was it made so much noise with the Guardians. It was a it was one of the questions on wait wait don't tell me. Yes, this last weekend you heard that. Yeah, yeah, yes, um, and they all thought it was pretty bland too. They did. It's not and an Peter, exciting name. Yeah, Peter Sagal did a lot of fun making fun of it. So <laughs> yeah. that's a good show. Most most weeks it is um, sometimes they go they go off the rails a little. bit. They do. Well, it's a it's a an hour show, and I guess they usually. Recorded for about seventy five minutes, so there's a lot that gets cut out. Yeah, I've never actually got to go to a, a taping. One of these days, you know, that would be, you know, if I had such a thing as a bucket list, that might be something that would be on my bucket list. They were at uh, Blossom a couple. They of were, years ago. they were, yeah. As Kerrison uh, Keeler used to come around to the Blossom, he did that a couple of times throughout the Prairie Home Companion days, and from that the guy who followed him never it wasn't it wasn't a success after that no yeah, and i don't do they even have that anymore no no they don't advertise if no i i think it just ksu dropped it yeah it, well it was so it was not nearly as it uh, wasn't it well it, he was, it was a different unit. guy and it was a different a completely different it was really a music show it where was. garrison keeler was a, a show that where he told stories there was some music there were skits there were all kinds of things where this was mostly a music show with some comedy skits thrown in. in yeah, it, it was. It was completely different. Yeah, and the guy who followed him was a good musician and everything. He was. But he, he was. you know, Garrison has that voice. Yeah. Well, and, and half the magic of Prairie Home Companion, I don't know what that has to do with baseball, but, uh, uh, <laughs> but half the, the, the magic of him was the way he could tell a story. Yeah. And he didn't ever write it down. He did this straight, strictly through, you know, he had an idea what he was going to do it, and he'd sit there and just tell the story yeah. without anything written down, talking, sitting there in front of a microphone, talking to the audience. Yeah, he got wrapped up in this um, 
a Me Too movement, which is understandable. I mean, <laughs> except they, that I don't really understand how. I mean, he was already off the air. He was going to do a few special projects here and there. Oh, he was. He was already retired. Oh, all right. And an intern who was very upset, and he said he was just kind of put his arms around her to console her, and she complained, and he lost any kind of position he had off that long career, and nobody ever, 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 and there's been nobody else that ever said anything. No. You know, because I, I I think a lot of that people moved a little too fast on some of those things and ruined some careers when mm-hmm. it wasn't necessarily what the person perceived. But you, know, you can't go into that, but <laughs> yeah, because, which I just did. But yeah, well, well you could, we could, there's a lot of you know if we could talk about that for two hours, but we won't do that. we won't do that. Because we got roller derby to talk about. Roller derby, and, 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 you know, I don't. I've never understood roller derby anyway. Did you? It's a sport. It's a sport, it, it, right? It is a sport. In I mean, you, you got to be athletic. Have to, you have extremely athletic, and even just a, you know, the, when I was in Buffalo, I used to go roller skating. They used to pay me to roller skate because I was the only person who could roller skate and dust mop their floor at the same time. <laughs> I spent more time on the floor than I did you know, standing up. So you I, know, I, I, it that. that I've never had the balance to roller skate or ice skate. I I, I heard ice skating is easier. I was uh, a little lower to the ground then too, so it didn't hurt as bad. Uh, <laughs> I I just because um, in my my cousins are all uh, Canadians, dual citizens, born in the United States, but their father was a Canadian, and and I won't get into that. But they they uh, the fir- they don't get shoes. Their first piece of footwear are ice skates. <laughs> so yeah. when they're when they're nine months old, ten months old, ready for shoes, they got ice skates and they put them on the ice and start start skating. They all could you skate. Know, Dan Tonelli, his son-in-law, does a lot of hockey. And his, hockey. So his grandson, who's like seven years old, something like that, already skates and can skate backwards and all oh, this stuff already. Yeah, it's yeah. it's like he was born yeah. to it. And me, I don't have the ankle strength to ever think of getting on the ice skates. I tried it once, and I pulled myself around the side with my ankles caved in, and I sat down at the end of one round and took my skates off and said, I'm done. (laughs) I tried ice skating uh, when I was about 22 years old. Kent State had the ice arena up there. So I'm determined. And my cousins come up, they ice skate, and it looks like a lot of fun. So what I did was go to Kent State and rented a pair of skates. And I said, this can't be that hard. The next day, I had bruises from my waist down to my ankles. <laughs> I said, I'm not doing this again. You know, one if one if young I lady, a very attractive young lady, tried to help me. And uh, she says, it's not that hard. She says, well... I asked her out, and she said no. But anyway, well, you was... couldn't skate stand up on skates. Why would a skater, you know, go out with you? You know, the only time I think I want to hit the the rink is if I get to drive the zamboni. That's about zamboni. it. Zamboni. That's about it. So these hockey players, and certainly these um, ice, the people who tw- twirl and do all these amazing things. It's amazing to me. It's absolutely amazing to me yeah. how, they, how yeah. they can do that. So. At least that's an Olympic sport that makes sense. It is. 
Not skateboarding. Skateboarding, yeah, where 13-year-olds are competing. I guess the, the, there was a 13- or 12-year-old who got a medal who was the youngest ever to I get a medal. It was 13-year-old, yeah. Skateboarding. Yeah. <laughs> Olympics are over, by the way. NBC, it is. NBC has I now got to go so back much. to regular programming. I miss it so you much. You know, and, and the... You know, there's two ways to look at it. One, the ratings are really nothing like it was. And oh, really? Were they bad? I, I, I. Well, yes and no. They were bad compared to Olympic ratings, but they still won every time slot they were in. So, you know, if you're trying to sell it, you're selling the fact that we won every time slot. What more do you want? Yeah. You know, the fact that. You know, more people are streaming, and it's on more service, more streaming services. Where yeah. before, I think four years ago, there weren't on any streaming services hardly. But you know, you had on on uh, MSNBC, you had on uh, NBC Sports Network, you had it on regular NBC, and a couple other their their of their affiliate uh, networks that they uh, have a bite of or all of. Yeah. So they were all over the place on television. Except that now it's more streaming, so part of it was on Peacock, part of it was on the NBC app, part of it was, a good deal of it was the things that they thought most people would want to see mm-hmm. ended up on the, the regular uh, primetime uh, uh, broadcast channel. So I'm ashamed to ask this, but did our men's basketball team win the gold? Um, I, I don't I think know. they did. I think okay. they did. We were going over that yesterday, and yeah. I think they did. And the women's basketball won the gold. Yes. And the women's but volleyball. The so- volleyball. And I think the beach volleyball, too, which yeah, is yeah. a tremendous sport. I love that sport. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, great athletes in yeah, that sport. Well, and, and that's harder than regular. I mean, okay, being around the floor is one thing, but trying to do this in sand, that's I just I think it's a, it's a great sport. <laughs> For different reasons, <laughs> for many reasons. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So, uh, but skateboarding is out, huh? Skateboarding is is out now. It's not going to be a sport. No, again? I mean for you. Oh, I I oh, I can't skateboard either. I mean, my good, I kill myself doing doing what those kids do, and um, I don't have balance. In fact, some people have called me unbalanced. Unbalanced. <laughs> no. <laughs> So, how long have you been doing this show? <laughs> uh, 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 gosh, this is our fourteenth season. Wow, I can't believe it. Yeah, and they said it wouldn't last. And they said it wouldn't last. Who's they? I, I have no idea who they are. <laughs> so, um, so well, did, did you actually take a look at any of the Olympics? No, I, I didn't. I didn't, I, I I didn't just, either. I. This is probably one of the busiest summers I've had, between softball, golf. My garden, which has just taken off like crazy, and it takes a lot more of my attention and time than a regular garden because you got to water constantly and, and so on and so forth. My grandkids' activities. It's just um, the summer is flown by. Plus, i got to have my uh, duties as a captain. Too, That's right. I mean, That's right. You know, running a nuclear-powered pontoon boat is no easy task. Right. Got to make sure the... Rods are operating. You don't want a meltdown on on the no, Portage Lakes, do you? No. All the fish would come up and from and, and die. They would be boiled. Well, part of the I think part of the reasons the ratings were they were winning every night because they put nothing but all channels basically put almost nothing but reruns against the Olympics. And now even the late night hosts 
all the late night hosts took off during that time. Yeah. You know, did, uh, so they all had a couple of weeks off. Not just, uh, 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 the guy from NBC, Jimmy Fallon, but the, the other, uh, all three of them. Steve Colbert and all of them. Uh, Steve Colbert and, and, and the, uh, I can't, Jimmy, I can Jimmy never, Kimmel. I don't stay up that late. I can't, I can't watch any of those. I just, I need my sleep. You need your beauty sleep? I need a lot of beauty sleep. <laughs> Lots and That's lots. my problem. I lots. don't get enough beauty sleep. I'm sure if I got a solid eight hours a night, I would be a lot better looking. But um, you know how I that, stay a lot better looking? What? I don't get a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I look at my my yeah, I look at myself in the mirror once a day when I shave, and, and the rest of the day I, I look like George the Clooney. Mirrors, I look like George looking, Clooney. Yeah. You know. So. Well, you're. Your mother, thank goodness, is still alive. You're always handsome in your, the eyes of your mom. That's true. I don't. My mother's passed away for some time now, but um, your mother always thinks you're great. And my aunt Florence thought I was good looking too. After that, that's all over. The only one who thinks I'm halfway decent is my dog Lizzie. Right, right. She thinks I'm wonderful. The wife doesn't tell you how handsome you are. No. You know, I don't get that either. I always tell her how beautiful she is, and she never tells me. Yeah, I know. It's way. only one way. Yeah. So, Anyway, uh, we were going to go over these lists of um, from the football. You know, Remember that? It's another sport. Well, yeah, for, I, was, I, was, I was wondering if we were going to slightly run over the... Uh, oh, go ahead. The, the, well, the, the, the Football Hall of Fame oh, inductees. There's 28 of them. Well, that's because they didn't have a ceremony last year. Oh, my goodness. I mean, we could just go over the names, uh, which we, they, they deserve yeah. to be mentioned. I mean, because they're all, well, I think so. Well, there's one thing, uh, be, being in the Hall of Fame. There's another completely different thing to be mentioned on our show. It is. I think it's a this higher. This is a bigger honor because yeah. less people get mentioned than get in the Hall of Fame. That's right. So it's we're giving them some free publicity here. A, Elevating their status even higher than Free. the Hall of Fame. Shh, shh. We're trying to get money out of this thing. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, all right, I, I didn't know that. Hey, you better give me a cut because I know people. You, you do. I do. Uh, oh, those yeah. people in Vegas. All right. All right. You want to mention them? Or you want me to go ahead? Well, uh, you know, you, you. you I got the list here. You got the list. I, uh, probably okay. the same list you got. Probably. Go ahead. Steve Atwater. Hmm. I don't remember him. The name sounds familiar. Isaac Bruce. Do you remember? Hmm. Yeah, he was. Yeah, I remember. He was good. Yes, must have he been was. Good. These guys have must. Well, I mean, know. they have to be good to be. Well, they some of them are coaches. So, I remember Harold Harold Hart Carmichael. He was a wide receiver. He was really good. Jimbo Corvette or Covert 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 Jimbo Covert. I don't, no, don't, I don't. I don't. No, I don't. No, I don't remember. Good old Jimbo. I don't remember Jimbo. Bill Cower, a coach, is a uh, coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, he, was, was a very a, good player. Himself. He was. was a, I think he played for the Browns, and then he, for he the was Browns. an assistant for the Browns. Yeah. The Modell wouldn't give him the shot here, and look what he did in Pittsburgh. You know. Yeah. Now he has both shots. Yes, he does. <laughs> so, Bill Cower. Uh, and I think he got in as not only a great coach, Super Bowl coach, but also in his work as a analyst on CBS. So, Bob Dylan. I didn't know he That's played. Bobby Dylan. Bobby Dylan. 
No, it's Bob Dylan. No, it's Bobby Dylan. It's Bob Dylan. <laughs> I didn't know he played football. Uh, that one doesn't, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't look big enough to play football, Bob Dylan does. Yeah. Yeah, that's the, he, and he isn't. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I, he must have done that before he took up the guitar. No, different, different Bob. No, it's the same guy. Different guy. No, There's you're more than one. Hey, listen, I know people. I know people. Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> His new battle say, cry. Lady, say. His new battle cry. Purple haze. All right. All right. So Bob Dylan, our favorite, one of the favorite no, no, full no. singers of all time. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah. You know people. Keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> Alan Venetia? Venetia. Yeah. I've never heard of this guy. I haven't either. Tom Flores was a great coach and a player. Yes. Cliff Harris. Good old Cliff. You remember Cliff at all? I don't remember Cliff. Winston Hill. Winston Hill. Didn't he uh, invent the cigarette? No, no, no. Uh, wrong Winston? Wrong Winston. Wrong Winston. At least it wasn't Wilson. No, it wasn't no, Wilson. Wilson Hill. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Steve Hutchinson. I don't know. He sounds vaguely familiar. Edgerin James. He must have been very good, too. Well, you, you don't remember Edger, Edgerin James? No. Um, I, I'm, I look, as you're going there, I'm trying to catch up with you here. He, was, he told uh, me to hurry up. Edgerin James was... Uh, Running back for the Colts. Oh, okay. When? Uh, you know what they 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 they. I'm looking for actually the years. They have this big long thing, and they don't uh, drafted in 1999. Oh, all right, so not that long ago. All right, can I go on now? Sure. Uh, Calvin Johnson. Now I know who he is. He's a great receiver, mostly for the uh, Lions. Mostly for the Lions, right? Yeah. Jimmy they haven't had many bright spots up in Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> he was one of them. Yeah, Jimmy Johnson, uh, renowned coach of the Dallas Cowboys and Miami uh, Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, yeah. yeah. And and does uh, analysts on Fox. Uh, yes. Alex Karras. Now, Alex Karras was a – he was also an author. Wrote um, – I remember he wrote um, – George Plimpton, I think, uh, wrote about him in a book. He was also on um, he was a, a, Blazing a, a, Saddles. It wasn't movie. just Blazing Saddles. I think it was a, a, a another show he was on, too, like Webster, I think it was. Yeah, he was uh, He's, he's so he not was with a, us anymore. Yeah, he, was, he, he knew his lines on field or as an actor, yeah. is what they say for him. So I guess he got in as a, as a player. As a player, right. He wouldn't get in as an actor, would he? No. Like not, Bob Dylan. No, yeah, not like, not like Bobby Dylan, no. <laughs> uh, but I remember having blazing salads, uh, sa- uh, blazing saddles. I guess. <laughs> blazing salads, blazing <laughs> salads too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I looked at him. Hey, I, I, got up he, early, I, I got up early this morning. I don't think he ate a heck of a lot of salads. No, no, you know? no. He was a big, man, big man. Big man. But uh, what was the name of that book, George Plimpton? Oh, it was a, it was. A, Oh, I forgot. Uh, it was it was a well known book that, and Alec Karras was part of that. John Lynch, I remember him. He's a defensive player for uh, uh, was it Tampa Bay? 
Tampa Bay. Uh, Peyton Manning. I never heard of that guy. Have you? Have I? Uh, uh, yeah, no. yeah, I think so. Yeah. He was, a, of course, a excellent quarterback and uh, uh, well-deserved. I think this is his first year. I don't know. He had to be close to unanimous, wouldn't you think? I would think that he was a pretty close to unanimous choice. Um, Bill Nunn. Good old Bill. Bill Nunn. He was... Uh, no steel curtain without influential scout. He was a scout. So he, he was, was a scout. A scout. A boy scout? No, no. A football uh, eagle scout. scout. He a had to be a football an scout. A football scout. Oh, I didn't know Eagle Scouts got into the Hall of Fame. No. No. Well, Eagle Scouts are everywhere. All right. All right. Drew Pearson. Good old Drew. You know, um... wide receiver for the Cowboys. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I vaguely during the Roger Starbuck. Okay, that was era. that was a that was way, ways ago. I probably wasn't even born yet. Nineteen seventy-five. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, of course I know this. Troy Palomalu. Oh wow! Oh, he was a great player. A great. Player. And what great hair he had. He does have great. He still does. He still does. Head yeah. and shoulders with. Um, um, Oh, the quarterback from Kansas City. Um, that guy. Uh, yeah. Steve Sable, though, he was the head of uh, NFL Films. Uh, and Yeah, Creative Genius took the NFL to the movies. Yeah. Is he what was, they said. And Donnie Shell, I remember that name. Wasn't he a Steeler? He was a Steeler. A torpedo left Steelers' foes in pieces. So he was a uh, defensive back. All right. Uh, Duke Slater. Good old Dukey. Duke Slater. Duke, Duke Slater. Duke. One man line ruled broken racial, racial later, uh, broke racial uh, uh, barriers. Oh, good for Duke. He was, Is uh, he Duke with us still? I don't think so. He was a college football team for Iowa's 1921 team. The NFL's first African American lineman. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. I'm glad they uh, recognized him. How about Mac Speedy? Guy he, was pretty fast. From the Rubber Bowl to career in the Hall. He was He's a tra- time travel trek to Canton launched in Akron. Speedy turned into one of the main events in the show with the Cleveland Browns in 1946. A response to the team's one and only practice game created so much excitement as the space shot to Jupiter. Otto Graham never forgot the uproar. The game took place in the Rubber Bowl. Graham wrote in the Opmodic the family memoir of his famous run at a quarterback. It was a capacity crowd of 35,000. This is the Rubber Bowl. Wow. 35,000. This? this was 1946. 35,964. Another 5,000 watcher listened to from available vantage points. Another 10,000 gave up and went home. Hmm. The grand I event was near, uh, was the year the Rubber Bowl opened in 1940 and had been a high school game starring Browns, Maslin Tigers, his Browns, uh, of the 1946 AAFC instantly threatened the 26 year old National Football League whose Cleveland Rams won the 1945 championship and moved unmourned to Los Angeles. Were you there? I mean, were, were I was you? not. I did. No, I, 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 they turned me away. <laughs> I was one of those guys that had to walk away. <laughs> you were just a young fellow back then in 47, weren't you? 
uh, I wish. Yeah. <laughs> well, I never heard of Max Speedy, but uh, was he? A, he was a he was a professional player. Speedy, um, he had to be to be in the Pro Football thing. He had to be. Uh, yeah, he he was a player for the Browns. Uh, Cleveland Browns players left autogram. I have a picture of autogram Dante Lavelli, Max Speedy celebrate with their head coach Paul Brown. All four men are members of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Didn't he go open some uh, um, gas stations too? No, yeah, the speed. No, no, no. He did not open those. He was a. Uh, looks like he was a receiver. In, oh, all right, good old Mac. Uh, good. He was a receiver. Compassionate uh, uh, five thousand. Okay, well, do no you one. remember the Acme Zip games? They were fun. They were fun, and, and because uh, they got people there. I mean, Acme did a tremendous job along with the University of Akron. I mean, that's what they need now, don't they? Yes. I mean, a Giant Eagles are official grocer, and I, they have, they don't do anything. No. To to fill that, you know, one night a, a they, year they bring some groceries, and that's it. Yeah. It's it's really sad. I mean, they're they're getting attendance of two three thousand at the most in in that new stadium. It's fairly new. I mean, eleven years old now, but it, they just they simply really, it seems like they, this class, these two classes from last year and this year, seem to have a lot of the older players who are. Uh, no longer with us that uh, they, they're finally honoring. Yeah. Well, I miss the Acme Zip games anyway. Yes. Ed Sprinkle. Ed Sprinkle, he was a, again, one of these defensive bears, defensive ends uh, from a picture they have in there from 1946. Had great, a great yard. Is, is, uh, Sprinkle had a good yard? He had, mm-hmm. always well watered. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm moving through. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting the hint. Paul Taglia, a former commissioner. I know I know that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Charles Woodson, another great stealer, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, but the picture they have of him here is in a Green Bay. Oh, maybe that was – I know he was a defensive back. I think I, th- I think he played for Pittsburgh as well. He won He won Mr. Ohio's Mr. Football in 1994 mm. for after rushing 2,208 yards, scoring 230 pounds – as a pounds – 230 points <laughs> as a senior <laughs> – <laughs> um, I'm, I'm thinking of that uh, Acme, that Giant Eagle game again. Yeah, right? well, there you go. There you go. He left Ohio but continued to dominate throughout college and into the NFL. Woodson comes back to Ohio for Mr. Football's ultimate honor. The 44-year-old will be inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame as arguably the greatest cornerbacks to play the game. So he, uh, since they have the picture of him here, he must be going in as a Green Bay Packer. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure... He was a three-time Pro Bowler and Super Bowl champion. Well, yeah. Tw- okay, now, last one. George Young. I've never... Who's George Young? George Young, uh, he is executive that built the New York Giants oh. into champions. So because he had a lot of money, he, he got in. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, money talks. Now, 28. I mean, how many years would that take for baseball? My goodness. Now, baseball has had a couple of years they didn't induct anybody, anybody or yeah. one yeah. or two. And uh Well last Thursday was a Hall of Fame game. Who won? I didn't even Pittsburgh won. Did they? They they didn't allow any any touchdowns. I think they they won something like seventeen to three, something like that. The Browns play their first uh Saturday. Ex- exhibition game. Saturday, uh, I think, Saturday, yeah. yeah. And uh, did you go to any of the activities at all? Of the- I I didn't. 
I didn't. I, 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 you, you, know, told me, still, you told me you were going to go to it, the fashion show on Friday. Yeah. Well, but all the models, they told me we were going to wear masks, so I, <laughs> what good is that? What good is that? Mm. And the gold jacket dinner? Did you go to that? No, they didn't. Mm. They didn't invite me. The grand parade? Plus, they didn't have a gold jacket. Mm. And, of course. I've they, been in a grand parade before. Have you? When I was with the Louisville Leopard Marching Band. We were, we were in there. Louisville, Ohio? Yeah. You lived there? I, for, for about four or five years, yeah. Well, you were in the marching band? I was in the marching What'd band. What'd you play? Uh, left out, usually. <laughs> I played, I played the, I played the trumpet. You did? I did. Actually, I didn't know that. Actually, it was a cornet. It was a cornet, yeah. You're a man of many talents. Well, I used yeah. to play the guitar, too. Did you? Long since lost in my mother's attic, I think. Oh. Do you still, uh, once in a while, uh, play the cornet? Do you? Do you? Uh, I, we got, I got it out. We had to take it in and get it. It sat there so long, I had to take it in. My grand, my son wanted to play it in, in there. And he actually started with that, but he went on to uh, something even more. He went on to the sousaphone and the, uh, the good old tuba. The, the enhanced version of a tuba. Right, right. And he also did played a, a French horn, and he could sight read uh, uh, the G clef and turn it into bass clef. Amazing that wow. his mind. Um, hmm. I used to play the piano. Did you? As a ute. Uh, as a ute. Yeah, I should have kept it up. I mean, that's one instrument that you could play all your life, but I didn't. I didn't. Uh, Guitar is like that too. It's been a while. We used to have a little. My grandmother uh, played guitar and piano and all kinds of things. My 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 great grandfather, her father, was actually spent time in vaudeville. Mm. Wow! And he was a guitar player and singer, and he taught her a lot about music. So, mm. which he learned by himself, and so he taught her. And so, she, without any formal training, she was quite good at what she did. My what? my sister used to play violin. Oh, wow! And my mother would play banjo. I love the banjo. I do too. Yeah. I can play the jawbone. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. I can make. I can. I can boing, play. Boing, boing. No, no. I can play ta- tunes out of my jaw. Oh, oh okay. I can okay. crack. Like you want to hear it? Uh, no, you probably break <laughs> it, and then I'll be responsible. No, no. I, no. I, I, I can do a happy birthday. Sure, why not? Whoever this is for, whoever's birthday is within, right. within a week here, anyway. Oh, you're just clicking. Oh, I can do that. Can you do that? No, no, no! It's my actual jock. Oh no, I can't do that. No, no, that's it's. Why it's, would you do that? I I have this hidden talent. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that is the oh, class. Of you 20, want to end that right away, that don't you? That's the class of 2021 yeah. for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. That's the first time I did a jawbone on, on. It is, uh, and uh, hopefully, the last the, hopefully the last time. Yes, <laughs> I I, uh, I I do gross out my, a lot of people out with that. Uh, yeah, yeah, but you and, know, my granddaughter can do it too, and and it's her birthday, so happy birthday, Alexander! Okay, then Alexander. you can do that for your granddaughter. No, like that's all right. Okay. You you shut me down. Well, you uh, shut me down. Okay, I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> now, do we have time for your lists? Well, I don't think so. But we'll, 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 anyway, we were talking about old time players, and congratulations to all the people who, whatever you did, to get into the Hall of Fame is a lot more than we've ever done. Of course, you, I never know you play the clarinet. You should no, maybe. No, no, cornet, be, cornet, cornet, not clarinet, <laughs> cornet. I, I would not do a wind instrument. Isn't a cornet a, a, a paper? 
quite. No, a coronet is, is a smaller version of the trumpet. No, don't they have longer. a paper plate called a coronet? Uh, probably. Yeah, all right. I can see you playing the, pa- the paper plate. I can see you doing that. I that very well. <laughs> I didn't but it has know to be one of those I, After all ones. these years, I didn't know you had any musical abilities. And yeah, you see my music videos, so you know I don't. So. You know, there's a difference. I can read notes, but I can't really read music, and there's a big difference. In, as you know, playing piano, if you can read notes, you can play them. Yeah. But there's a whole difference between, you know, especially with piano, because sometimes you're changing keys and this and that. And My mother played by ear. Wouldn't that hurt her ear? Yeah, it does. It really does. It's kind of all red, I mean. And, and uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, I have a nephew who can play... J- just just starts starts playing without reading anything. It's just uh, and some of the great musicians of all time could play just by. And, and I should know sometime today whether I made the horror host hall of fame. Oh my goodness! The, the, the vote the voting ended last Thursday. They said we'll let the we'll let everybody know on the on Monday. Could we you are tabulating votes? Maybe maybe. While we're here on the air, no, I, I I could I checked it just before we went on. Oh, and they didn't put it out there yet, so I'm assuming they're waiting for prime time to be uh, able to do that. So uh, you, I hope I go so. back and see what happens here, and yeah, and votes are in counting Monday, class of 2020, and class to be announced Monday. So not it's yet, not no. yet. Oh. I think they're waiting for prime time. Well. I wish more you people, the best. Because people are working stuff they didn't feel yeah, was I wish fair. you the best. I mean, you deserve it. I deserve something anyway. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know whether it's that. <laughs> well, all right. Here we go. All right. A no-brainer for Browns. Retire Marilyn Motley's number. I agree. They retired the number. Okay. No, they should. They haven't oh. done it yet. They, oh, they, okay. They should. And he he was enshrined in 1968. He was one of the first African-American players, great football player, yes. to... Um, uh, in the fifties, I mean, let's hope he he does. He how long, late did he play until? Because it does it say no. I, uh, October. You know, and, and they always used to talk about him. Yet he's just now. No, okay. I'm, trying, I'm I'm looking here. I'm looking. Um. Of course, uh, blacks were embargoed from the NFL until 1945, so he started playing in 46. I was just wondering if he got a chance to be there uh, when when Jim Brown was playing as well. Uh, no, I think he was gone by then. Okay, and that was just that was the only reason I asked. That's... He passed away in 1999, and he wore the number 36. So he played with Lou Groza and some of the other greats. But the Browns only have three players where they retired the number. Uh, number 14, Otto Graham. Right, okay. And, of course, number 32, you know who that was, Jimmy Brown. Right. And number 76, Lou Groza. Lou the Toe Groza. Yeah. I think they should uh, retire Bob Dylan's number. Bobby Dylan, no. <laughs> well, whoever is not, he wouldn't play for the Browns. So, yeah, they can do that. Uh, so it didn't say when he retired, but um, he, he was a great player, and unfortunately, he lost a few years because he wouldn't let him play. So, okay, what? To, how much time we got? Oh, uh, about four minutes. Oh, four minutes. Maybe we could just start this. 
Before you stop. Well, before, we, before we do that, real right. quick. Well, then we won't real get quick, to this. Real uh, uh, quick. No, just that Lou Saban got a new contract. Oh, I saw that. $84.8 million over eight years. That's just a base, too. Yeah, that's true. Um, he will make $11.5 million in a final year of a new eight-year contract that's worth at least $84.8 million. Uh, it just... Uh, he turns and he turns seventy on October thirty first. Uh, uh, he's the, a Scorpio. He is a Scorpio. I am too. I am too. He's 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 so he's uh, he's uh, uh, two days uh, two days older than I am. And uh, he could receive he receive it. You're eight, almost seventy. Yeah, I sure <laughs> feel it. Uh, I thought you were a lot older than that. He, he, he can receive an eight hundred thousand dollar completion bonus. Each February twenty eighth through twenty twenty six, totaling up to four million dollars. So that's even not. That's not even. That's a. It's just crazy. He was scheduled to make nine point three million last year. Oh, gee, poor guy. Which makes I, him college uh, football's highest paid coach, according to USA Today's database. Um, wow. I wish they would have used some of that money to convince people in Alabama to. Get a shot. Uh, that would, yeah. yes. Jeez, for goodness sake. Come on, wake up people down there. So, Oh, the Pope, the Pope uh, texted me the other day. He says, what's wrong with you people? I said, you, you yeah. don't have an answer for them. I, I, Your Holiness, I, I don't know. He was pretty good to him. His English is getting much better because he listens to us. And, wait, and, wait. He can't get better by listening to us. He does. <laughs> he, he does. And, of course, the, 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 Maybe he all studies the, it to try and figure out what the heck we're saying. That I'd buy. The Guantanamo Bay uh, prisoners, too, have learned English based on listening to us. And um, Anyway, we, we, we don't have time for the list. <laughs> we do, do we? not, no. Well, another me- to mention, too. Uh, Shirley Fry passed away. And she won four majors. She was an Accra native who was an oh, yeah. excellent tennis player and went to Wimbledon and everything yeah, like that. And uh, sports she passed Coming away sports. not too long ago. I, I was going to bring this up, but, you know, you talked about Bob Dylan being a great football player. No, yeah, no, no. Okay. All right, you do you that got, to me. Got hey, the... I got people I know. A whole other, I got to find my pun. You got to find your pun. Oh, where did I put it? Uh, do, do, do. On to our host, Captain Bill. Oh. All right. Well, um, hold on. Hold on, hold on. I, I, give me a few seconds. Hold here. on, hold on. I'm sorry. Oh. Why are why are frogs so happy? Why are frogs so happy? Yes. Uh, I don't know. Because they eat whatever bugs them. They do. <laughs> Woo. That was worth the wait. How's that? <laughs> and we'll be back next week. Everybody is forewarned for another week. A sports sidebar.